2: 248 539 If you missed the interview with Dan Campbell or Peter King, uh, you can listen to it or any of our shows, all of them on the uh, Odyssey download the app, get it now and uh, go to our podcast. You got uh, TJ and John's Necessary Roughness. You got me and Evan Restore the Floor. You got Cash the Ticket. You got Five Star Zone. You got Kang Collects and you
0: got busting balls. Yeah. Also on Twitch right now, which uh, if you, you know, they're not going to show TJ anymore. <laughs> <laughs> These damn cameras get me every week, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> every week. Oh, there he every is. Week. Ah, we got the censored TJ. <laughs> yeah, week. we blurred his face out. <laughs> I,
3: w- I wish that I had <laughs> a... Uh, I wish I would.
2: I wish the camera in the um, Lions radio booth was on after the game last... Sunday, or at least I wish I was rolling uh, on my phone camera, because when I walked into that booth, which we eventually did the post-game show, but this is right after the game, and there was it's one of my, my, somebody asked me, what's your favorite part of the game? I said, my favorite part of the game was watching you and Dan Miller give the most intense bro hug, bear hug, wow. um celebratory hug, it was great, you guys were just, and it was it wasn't fake. It was natural. It was everybody was just so freaking pumped they won that football. Yeah. Those were some of the best moments. Oh my yes. god.
3: I mean, extremely uh jacked up, right? And I yeah. come up to the booth at the very end. And, right. Um, so I missed his live call and I got there. They they'd already celebrated a little bit, but I, I was there's so many other people outside of, you know, the team that you're happy for. Yeah. Dan Miller's a guy that has been around this team a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has been with the team through every single low point over their last, what, 20 year history, yes. right? Um, and I hear Dan talk all the time. I get to spend time with Dan and we go to dinner on the road and, um, you know, I'll ask him sometimes, like, what's it going to be like to call a playoff game or call a playoff win, right? Because um, he's called a couple playoff games, but, and you hear stories and you hear him talk and you, you see how emotional he gets yeah. because this means something to him. He is a, you know what you're you're supposed to be, <laughs> I think as a reporter or anything like that. You're not supposed to be biased, but this is the home. Oh,
1: you're program. supposed, you, to, you're supposed to be biased. right? right, so, you are.
3: Um, he's a huge fan, and you know when I walked into the booth and saw his face, I mean it was just it was awesome. It was, it was, was great. It was, it was great, great, to great to watch. And, and, and watching, you know, the TV copy. I got home. I didn't go bed till four o'clock in the morning because I was so. My adrenaline was pumping. I went you back and watched the game. With, and, you should have been with Campbell. <laughs> you know, it sounded like he crashed after the game, which is which yeah. is common for players and coaches. Right. Um, but you know, looking at Dan's face, I was just I was so happy for him. I was so happy for all the people that have been with the team for so long that maybe don't get the credit that they deserve. Uh, that that tends to go to the players and coaches. But uh, Dan Miller was a guy that I, I I was so excited to see him, and um, you know, just have that moment to be able to share with him was was particularly special because he's been uh he's been great to me the last couple of years since I started working with the team and, uh, and it was it was a great moment. He's, awesome.
2: he's a great guy and you see all the behind the scenes guy and that's one thing I mean I don't want to get into the whole Stafford thing at the podium cuz people I think took it the wrong way but I mean I watching Stafford find like Elton Moore and hugging him and all the people that were really good to him when he played here, I thought that was pretty cool at the yeah. end of the game. So, yeah. uh, it was it was a, it was a great game. It was a close game. They obviously could have lost, but they won, and that's the most important thing. And they they hung on in the ballsy call on second down out of the two minute warning to pass the Saint Brown
3: and Yeah, and that's the time to do it. Uh, yeah. You know, I hate when teams in that situation go run on first down, run on second down and hey, we're going to put all, all of our eggs on third and nine and see if we can win the game here. That second down is is the time to take a kill shot because right. everybody's expecting a run. So, I thought it was a uh, brilliant call from Ben Johnson. I know the offense kind of sputtered out there a little bit in the second half. Um but man, the defense, like the the red zone defense. I was surprised that the Rams started to throw the ball. It was like they were just trying to get Cooper Cup a touchdown there in the red zone the entire game, and our defense had a good plan, and they kept them out, and that was the difference, right? The uh, 0 for 3 in the red zone uh, Mm -hmm. for our defense and 3 for 3 for our offense scoring touchdowns. I I thought it was a – these teams were pretty evenly matched, right? Um, We started the game off hot on offense going Mm -hmm. down, I think, first three possessions, 21-10.
0: And And the first two first
2: two possessions, the Lions never had a third down.
0: No, Correct. It, they were in a great rhythm. Yeah, yeah, yeah I,
3: they had a great plan. Yeah. And, you know, ripping off chunk plays. I mean, eight, nine yards of carry. And, uh, you know, Jared Goff make, coming out and making a couple big-time throws. Josh like that Reynolds. Is, that is, when Jared Goff is able to do that early in the game, that settles me down so much. You know what I mean? Just watching him. Because there's games where if he comes out and kind of pitter-patters and indecisive and – you know, looking for checkdowns, it's like, okay, like you got to get him in a rhythm, right? But if he starts from play one, throwing it down the field with timing, with with accuracy, uh, with some zip on the ball, it, that gives me, and it should get every, everybody a confident feeling that he's feeling it today. Like, he is in a rhythm today. He's feeling it. He's confident. He trusts his offensive line. He's going to trust his receivers. And that's when this offense tends to roar uh, at, at their highest tempo. Yeah, second half, hey, you hit a roadblock, Right. Rams made adjustments on defense. Yeah. You so made adjustments on defense. Yeah. It, it came to a dogfight, but um, I, I. It was just it was po- it, it was poetic in, in, in a sense to see kind of everything that has haunted this team. Uh, you know, just finally dig out of the grave and just say, you know what, not today, right? Like today's yes. different, right? We're different, and that really I think should solidify for most of us that uh, this team is different. So and that's how I felt. And, you know, Jared Goff uh you know, I wanted to see him play a playoff game. That's what I said all season. You know, we talked about extension talks and you know, I, I gotta see it, man. I wanna see what he can do in the playoffs. And uh, you know, he, he he played a hell of a game. And he played a hell of a game and he's gonna have to do the uh, same thing again this Sunday.
0: Yeah, and on paper, the game against obviously Tampa having beat them down at their place, on paper it looks like it should be a win. And there's gonna be a lot of people that pick him the way that it is laying out, and obviously it's most likely going to be San Francisco in an NFC championship game. Could be, you know, Green Bay with if they play the same way that they get did against Dallas, who knows what happens. But this is an opportunity that has laid itself out for the Detroit Lions. And and the reason I asked Dan that question was because you don't know if this is a one off would like to think that there's a window that's open my rookie season we beat detroit at home went on to you know the divisional round and we lost on a field goal to tampa bay could have played you know uh, st louis at that time the greatest show on turf for the nfc championship thought that that was just how it goes but it's not it, it and you just never know because of injuries because Opponents, different things that happen throughout the course of bad NFL owners. season. Well, yeah, bad orders for us, but <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and and TJ in your career, I obviously you, you had a chance to make that run uh and be a Super Bowl champ. There are other times where you get to the playoffs or even you start the season, you're like, hey, we should win the division, we should host, we should, we should win the NFC, we should get back to the Super Bowl. But there's so many weird things. How important is it for these guys to understand? The opportunity that they have, and even if they play all their cards right, this opportunity may not be there next year.
3: Yeah, it's crucial, and I'm not worried about that as far as this team, like moving on or their head getting too big, or you know, hey, reading the press clippings, right? Because they they have this quality about them, and I don't know, really know where it comes from. That after an emotional win or you know a devastating loss, like they don't let it compile into the next week you know what I mean like it, it, it. it's something that I think is extremely hard especially coming off of you know a game like Dallas where it felt like you got your heart ripped out it's very easy to go roll into the next week a little bit sluggish and man yeah. you're still thinking about that but this team doesn't like they they find ways to move on and I here coaches, hearing coach's story talking about his second year and making it to the you know playoffs, however far they went against Baltimore, that was me in my second year. I Super had the, Bowl, I had the chance to go to the Super Bowl and we won. And as you're, you're right, as a young player, you're like, man, that wasn't that hard, right? I'm only in my <laughs> yeah. second year, like it's not that difficult. Well, by the time I got to my 10th year and realized I never got back there, it's not until that point where you're like, man, it is incredibly difficult. I think that there's an admirable quality about this team, though, that they they try not to make the moment too big. It's, hey, even probably yesterday when they showed up, it was probably a lot of fun watching that film. But I guarantee when 4 o'clock hit or 3 o'clock and you're moving on, it's like, hey— back to work, man. We got to take care of this one now. So that's a that's a great quality
2: of this team.
0: Why? Why?
2: If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours.
0: Why? Why?
2: Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.
4: We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero. a hybrid plug-in hybrid or battery ev so shop learn more and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero toyota let's go
1: places leading ladies a concert in celebration of women's history month featuring kelsey ballerini megan Trainer.